0: Lane, everything, all the time, life in the best lady,
1: Church. We are glad that you're here today. Uh, We're going to hear a lot from the Eagles today, so get ready. It's going to be a little different today. The Eagles is one of uh, Deborah Ponder, our financial director's favorite bands, and uh, today we are celebrating her and what she means to Springwell as she retires from this place that she's given most of her adult working career to. 22 years ago, Springwell Church was four years old, and they were looking for someone to manage finances and answer the phone for a church that was new, but it was growing and it was time. There was a family attending with Craig and Deborah Ponder. They had been attending for about six months and little did Deborah know her life would never be the same. She would spend the rest of her working career serving Jesus faithfully at this place as financial director. Today, we're going to take a look back. We'll cry a little, we'll laugh a little, but mostly, today we're going to reflect on God's goodness. I'm praying that as we take a look back at the way she lives her life, the way that she spent her working career, that we'll learn something from the way she did it. Today is all about Deborah Ponder, something that's rarely happened at Springwell. Deborah prefers, like me, to be behind the scenes in an office, quietly serving Jesus. But today, we want to honor her publicly for what she's done privately and we believe it's a biblical mandate to do so. There's lots happening today then includes some of Deborah's favorite things, one of which you just heard, her favorite band, the Eagles. The rocking chairs that you probably saw on the patio on your way in are a reminder that at last, rest is coming for Deborah. Feel free to use those this morning after the service. One of Deborah's favorite coffee spots is Dunkin Donuts, and that's why in the lobby this morning, we had Dunkin Donuts, and you can grab those after the service this morning. Her favorite coffee, it's got to be iced coffee with Splenda and just a little bit of cream. You'll find that in the lobby. That's why that's there. And another one of her favorite things is her family. This morning, you'll see a celebration of her family in the lobby. It's a reminder that family is a good thing. Even our worship songs this morning are some of her favorites from the last 22 years. Deborah, today, today we celebrate you. And in a world where people come and go, where mission is celebrated one day, where faithfulness exists until the road gets hard, where friendships are rare in the workplace and where honor to authority is rare, you are a gift. Today we celebrate your loyalty and we celebrate your faithfulness and we celebrate your integrity. This morning we're going to look back and we're going to hear from three different people who've worked with Deborah as receptionist at Springwell throughout her time here. And the first one was one of her very first co workers at Springwell, Kim Turner.
2: Happy retirement, Deborah. Um, you've always proven to be a very honest and dependable employee at Springwell and most importantly to to Derek and I uh, and our family we've had a lot of fun adventures together love to laugh and enjoy each other Uh, if I've ever needed anything I always know I can depend on you you're always there to help you have a very quiet spirit um, and a very strong desire to help other people most of the time people have no idea how or where things get done or how they get done around here, um, and, and it's because you have such a, a quiet way of doing things. Uh, you do things to honor God and to follow His direction. Following God's prompting is what's most important to you, and uh, that's, that's the only thing that you think matters, and, and we all see that. Uh, I'll always cherish the special times that we've had together and look forward to seeing you in the future and enjoy those grandbabies during your retirement love you in the morning when I rise
0: in the morning when I rise in the morning when I Give me Jesus, give me Jesus, give me Jesus, you can have all this world.
3: I have had the incredible honor of working with Deborah for a little over two years. Um, we've made some really incredible memories. Sometimes she would laugh with me and she would cry with me, just through a lot of things. But there's one memory that really sticks out to me from the last two years. And if if you don't know, Deborah was in the hospital the beginning of last year and was incredibly sick. Um, we didn't really know What to do, but what we could do is we went to her hospital room and we sang the song Waymaker over the room, just over her. And in that moment, when Deborah was just so incredibly weak, I just remember her still having faith that He would work a miracle in her life and that He would make a way for her to be here today. And that's exactly what He did. And her faith in that moment just was such an inspiration to me because. She shouldn't be here today. And even though she didn't see it, and even though she didn't feel it at that time, she knew that he was going to bring her through it. So let's stand and sing this song together.
4: God, thank you for being our way maker. God, for being the one who, when we have no idea how it's going to work out, you still find a way to walk us through it. But I thank you for those moments where, in our lives, where all we can declare is that you're our way maker. And we don't know the way, but we know who to follow for the way. God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the opportunity we have, Lord, just to come together in community, and God, to celebrate you and to celebrate one of your faithful ones. God, we do. We celebrate you. We celebrate who you are, not just what you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all can have a seat. Um, I'm up here. supposed to be just to do offering, but since they gave me a microphone, uh, Deborah, um, as over the last couple of weeks, and we you and I have talked about this a little bit, uh, I just want to thank you as being one of the newer pastors on staff. You've never, you've always, you've let me be your pastor, and um, I appreciate all of our talks and the prayer requests. And thank you for for not looking at me as the new guy, but for honoring me and for loving me as somebody you've known for a long time. Um, you know, as as a, as a young pastor. Uh, thinking about somebody sticking with you for over 20 years and doing ministry together, I pray that there's people under the sound of my voice right now um, who I'll be able to say that about in 20 years. Um, The honor that you show, um, not because of Scott or anybody else that you've served under, not because of that you've always loved everything they've done, but because they're your pastor. Thank you for displaying that honor and that loyalty, and thank you for displaying that to me. I love you. Um, As we get ready to give this morning, sorry, like I said, they gave me a microphone, so I was going to say what I wanted to say. Uh, As we get ready to give this morning, um, we're going to worship through giving. If you're a guest with us this morning, uh, we would love to, to know that you're here. Uh, there's gonna be a QR code that's gonna pop up on the screen if you could take your smartphone take a picture of that just fill out the little contact information it's not much we just want to know that you're here we just want to thank you send some follow-up follow-up information also also if it's your second time if you could do that as well also there's a card at the bottom of that a handout you got on the way in you can tear that off as well leave it at the information desk in the middle of the lobby and uh, we've got a little gift for you we would really appreciate that also if you're a guest Um, And you have uh, children in the room and you would like to take advantage of some incredible kids environments that we have It's not too late for that if you want to head out the main doors uh, There'll be somebody out there with a name tag They would love to help you uh, get your child to the right place where they can learn in a fun environment much um, Much funner much more on their understanding level than what's in here one quick announcement before we get into um, worship through giving and that is baptism Sunday is coming up June 13th at both the 9 and 11 a.m. service if you've recently accepted Christ and you're interested in giving testimony to that new relationship, or um, maybe you've recently come to the realization of what it means to accept Christ and you want to get baptized and you want to add some significance to that and display that newfound um, excitement to everybody, you can sign up at springwoodorg slash events and uh, a pastor will get in contact with you, follow up, give you all the information that you need. Um, and also the water will be chlorinated. So if that's a concern, uh, we will take care of that. So you can sign up springwood.org slash events. Um, we're going to take up an offering in just a second, uh, but if you're a regular here, you know there's different ways that you can do that, different ways that you can give. You can give online at springwood.org slash give. You can give at the kiosk in the lobby out there. Text the number that is on the screen right now and the dollar amount, or you can give in the bucket. Also, if you've pledged for the next campaign, Make sure uh, you continue to give to that as well. Let's don't lose momentum on that because that vision is still just as solid as it's ever been. So let's don't lose momentum on that. You can give in all those same ways. Just make sure you indicate that it is for the next campaign so it goes to the right spot. Y'all feel good? Awesome. Well, I'm going to welcome our bucket passers. And well, they're not going to pass the bucket, but they're going to walk down the aisles. If you have something you would like to give, in that way. Make sure you do that. If you're watching online, you can give at springwood.org give right now or at the end of the service. Thank y'all for being here.
5: Congratulations on your retirement. Enjoy sleeping late and just doing what you love the best. I met Deborah when she came to Springwell. However, I didn't really know her until I started working with her. We started out as co workers, then friends over the years, and now she just seems like a sister to me. Deborah. Remember our trip to Mount Airy? to see my grandson play football. You and I and Nancy. We just about froze to death. And we had such a good time. That was only one time. I could really tell you some stories, but I won't do that. Deborah was there for me during some tough times. Uh, She was very supportive. She was compassionate and she was very loyal. We've had some great talks over the years, especially at lunch. And I really never had to worry about how she felt because she, was, she would tell me she didn't beat around the bush and that's the way it should be. I'm so blessed to be a part of her life and to have served with her. But just know this, that I will never be the same Haven't known you.
3: Let's stand and sing together.
6: I will never be the same again. I can never return. I've closed the door, I will walk the path, I'll run the race, and I will never be the same again, I will never be the same again, I can never return, I've closed the door, the path, I'll run the race, and I will never be the same.
7: Those of you that uh, are like kind of new to church, uh, you don't that song, you don't know that song, man. But those, mm, I'm not crying. Stop it. Mm. It was sweet. It was it was sweet. Uh, You're probably wondering why we cut out the nine o'clock service. Some of you probably wondering, you know, why why are you just doing eleven o'clock service? is because we know that Deborah really doesn't do early. (laughs) In fact, we were afraid she was going to be watching online and and but, but she did make it, and then we're also a little bit nervous. If you know Deborah, this you'll understand this, if you don't, you're not going to get it at all, but we're also a little bit afraid of what Deborah might say, what might come out of her mouth. Love you, Debbie. If it had been early. In fact, way back in the day when we first hired Deborah, she had to multitask and do a lot of different things, look over our finances. She also had to answer the phone. And literally, I'm not kidding. This is no joke. I literally went to Deborah and said, Deborah, don't answer the phone till after lunch. <laughs> because I called up here one morning and she said, This is Deborah. <laughs> and it wasn't, what do you want? But it was close. <laughs> I said, Deborah, you cannot answer the phone anymore till after lunch, maybe mid that maybe like two or three o'clock. Maybe the last hour you're here, you can answer the phone. Talking about Deborah will be really uh <laughs> <laughs> it'll be easy. It'll be easy because we're friends. I've literally been told over the years by other people that are a lot smarter than me and know how to do church at a a higher level maybe that as a senior pastor, I didn't need to be friends with our staff. In fact, there needed to be a a healthy separation between me and them. I never saw that with Jesus. Jesus. The closest people in his life was his disciples, and so De- Deborah hasn't been a she hasn't been a staff person. She hasn't just been somebody that worked at Springwell, but she's been a friend. And what many of you don't know, because what sometimes you may think that those that are on staff here, you just think, well, you know, they've been in church their whole life and felt a call to ministry, blah 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 blah. What you need to understand is Deborah and Craig really are no different than than many of you. Than many of you who have been out of church for a long time because for Deborah and Craig, according to Deborah, they'd been out of church for almost 10 years before coming to Springwell. So she understands what it's like to not be in church. But it wasn't because she didn't want to be in church. It wasn't because she didn't want to have a relationship with Jesus and pursue that walk with him. It wasn't it wasn't the reason. She just couldn't find her place. She, she couldn't find a place to call home. See, going to a church, attending a church, is so different than belonging to a church. It's different than being at home with family. I guess that's one of the reasons that Deborah is so good at casting the vision of Springwell. It sounds kind of funny to say that Deborah is a vision caster. She's been our financial I said secretary. We changed that somewhere over the years and she got a little more fancy. <laughs> financial director. <laughs> I like that thought that was sweet. Did I get that email? I probably did. I know I did. I I probably didn't read it. You probably said, I didn't read it. Oh, wow. Man, they're good to me here. So patient. She's been in that position for over 20 years. And casting vision has never been a part of her job description. But David has told me this, Deborah, on more than one occasion. He has told me how he's heard you on the phone. After lunch, of course. <laughs> like three or four o'clock, you know. But he's, he's told me of how he's, he's overheard you on the phone with someone casting vision. Literally casting vision. And that you do it with, with compassion. You do it with purpose. You do it with Conviction. In fact, David said, "Honestly, she can do it as good as you can." So I'm going to ask Deborah if she'll come up now. <laughs> Messing with you, she'd kill me if I asked her to come up here. You would hear some things out of her mouth that wouldn't be appropriate for Sunday morning. Kinda. I bet I know something about Deborah that uh, that you don't know. And that she is an accomplished professional concert pianist. Okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> But she does play, don't you, Deborah? You're, Craig, you're not the only musician in the family. I can just envision you guys in your retirement years, jamming, <laughs> out together, right? Doing some Eagle stuff. That'd be awesome. I've tried to get her to play here, but she's never said that she'd do it. But she does play. That's another one of those things that most people don't know about, Deborah. What you do know about Deborah, if you know her, I'm, I'm sure, is that she's incredibly trustworthy. In fact, it's already been mentioned today. This verse of Scripture that I just absolutely love, these are the words of Jesus. John 1, as they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel. He said, He is a man of complete integrity. I, I picture one day, Deborah, many, many years from now, You walk through those pearly gates, that Jesus will be there to meet you. And he literally, I, I believe that he'll say, look, y'all, that, that's a woman who lived her life. She walked with integrity. She's been faithful Faithfully serving in an area of the church that require maybe maybe it requires the most integrity. I guess every position requires an incredible amount of integrity, but but especially in finance, right? In fact, she has more times than I can count, and and I wrote this sentence, and I, I want to tell you, I I can't really disclose a lot of those things, but I can promise you this, that there literally have been times when she could have lied. David knows what I'm talking about. There's, there's times when she could have cheated. She's always been incredibly faithful and trustworthy. She's tight. Okay, frugal may be a better word. No, 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 it's, no she's tight. She's absolutely tight. If you don't think so, just ask some of our old staff who are here today. Just ask some of our old staff who way back in the day had to go to her for, for money. That's they'd say, Man, it's like trying to get money out of Fort Knox. <laughs> you know, I just needed $25. I mean, have mercy, Deborah. But she would hang on to that money. She would look over that money as though it were her own. And I guess she's that way because she's watched over our, finance, our finances over the years during the most difficult years in Springwell's history. I would say that we went through it together. And, and we did go through it together. But honestly, I wasn't the one trying to juggle who to pay and when to pay them. Robin Peter to pay Paul, doing the best that we could. And if I'm gut-level honest with you, there, there was a time in our, our history where there wasn't any money to pay anybody. She stuck with me. And we prayed through it. And Deborah and I can tell you that we've seen miracle after miracle after miracle. And and I don't use that word miracle lightly. It's not a word that you use every day. We saw miracles. We literally watch God provide finances when we have no clue. To how he did it, Deborah can testify to God's faithfulness to supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory. But folks, let me let me share something with you. The only way you'll know that that verse is true is that if you've truly been in need. See, sometimes people look at sometimes people look at us in ministry as though life is easy. They look at churches and think life is is easy. You guys have it made. I wish I had your job. Life hasn't always been easy. Life is tough. And it's only when you have great need that you understand that verse is true. That somehow, even when it doesn't look like he's going to, that he will do exactly what he promised that he'll do. He will meet and he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Deborah and I have seen that first hand. We sing it together. And I will say that De- De- Deborah is extremely confidential. Proverbs 2, verse 11, Discretion will protect you. And understanding will guard you. Here's what you need to know about Deborah. Deborah's one of the very few people in this, ch- in this church who knows what every staff person makes. So Deborah would be the person because she's the one that writes the checks is why we love her so. (laughs) That's why we're sucking up like we are today. (laughs) Uh, She's been the one over the years who knows who gets a raise and who doesn't get a raise. And she's been one of those over the years who has not gotten a raise. And And you know what? I've never not one single time ever heard her complain. But I'll go further than that. Because you know how people are, they don't say anything, but you can see it on their face. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Am I the only one? But you kinda you see it's written. They don't say it, but you almost want them to say it. I've never not one single time ever seen her begrudge any other person doing well or getting a raise. And she could celebrate it with them. Do you know how rare that is? She's never betrayed her trust. Ever. Not one single time. And it's already been said, she's, she's loyal. Deborah's been with us for over 20 years, which means that I've, already said that she's seen us go through the best and the worst of times. Proverbs 17, 17, boy, it speaks so true to who you are, Deborah. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for a time of adversity. Oh, my gosh. We've been through adversity, and we didn't go through adversity for a week or two or a month or two. It seemed like it just drug out forever, didn't it? We wondered if it would ever end. You know what happens sometimes when you go through difficult times? This is a confession. At least on my part, sometimes you focus on what you've lost. You focus on what you're losing. I've been fortunate enough as a pastor to have some people that have stuck with me through it all. I don't take that for granted. I think I did, and I'm so sorry, Deborah. I, in those moments of looking at what we were losing and what, what we might ultimately lose would be the church forever, God, you stuck right beside me. You were always encouraging, always loving, always kind. Always faithful. And while Deborah would admit this, Deborah, (laughs) you're going to like this one. Deborah's been a counselor. Proverbs 24 says, surely you need guidance to wage war. Oh, man, we've been through war. And victory is won through many advisors. Deborah would never admit this because Deborah's never been on this stage. We've never done a Deborah, a Deborah video. She's never spoke. If I called her up here right now, she'd kill me. But I have overheard Deborah on the phone with someone who called, and there wasn't another pastor around. Maybe we were all busy with our hands full with other people and Deborah was able to speak into someone's life and she did that with such compassion and such care and, and and she spoke the right words at the right time and she would never give herself credit for that those moments when you stand back and you watch the holy spirit take somebody almost out of their element out of their comfort zone and use them it's been amazing she'd never consider herself as a pastor but she's been a caring pastor for those whose lives were at war and she served us faithfully when I say us I want you to know that I'm including myself in that it's not that she's just served the church she served me she did it with such dignity and integrity and Class and with such love and compassion. She's rare. She's rare. Maybe you're here this morning, you're not a follower of Jesus. But maybe, maybe because you've heard about how a quiet woman who would rather be in a room with the door closed just doing finances, how he's used her. And, And for some, I get it, You you probably thought that the Eagles thing was a little stretch for a Sunday morning and that we should not have done that. But I've always said, that's not how we live our lives. So what if we could just live, as followers of Jesus, if we could just live our lives before the rest of the world as transparently as we know how, never declaring that we're perfect? that we're fallible, that we're messed up, that we're addicted, but that we have a loving Savior that His love is more than we could possibly comprehend. And because He found me. I didn't go searching for Jesus. Deborah, you didn't go searching for Jesus. He came looking for you. And because he found us, we'll never, ever be the same ever again. And we laugh and we joke and probably joke about things sometimes. I was going to say probably off color, but that would just be a lie. It's bold face out there. It's sometimes just off color. And then we laugh and we enjoy friendships and maybe because of something you've heard this morning about somebody that's really no different than you. You've been drawn to a Savior. If that's you, if you're not a follower of Jesus and you're thinking, how do I do it? It's so easy because what you feel right now is not music in the background. It's not a pastor with eloquent words. Lord knows I don't have eloquent words. What you feel right now it's the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. Is it not incredible that you feel it? And that he's, he's speaking to you right now, and if you're not a follower of Jesus, you know what he's telling you? He's whispering in your ear, and he's telling you, he's, I love you. I'm crazy about you. And, and he proved it. That's what changed Deborah's life. It's what's changed my life. It's a fact that a God loved us so much that He would send His Son, and that His Son loved us so much that be, He would be willing to go to a cruel Roman cross, be hung on three nails, suspended between heaven and earth, naked. He would die the most horrible, cruelsome death that you could imagine. And as He shed His blood, He would say, I'm doing this for you because I love you. I want a relationship with you. I don't want you to be religious I want you to enter into a relationship with me and for your life to be changed. It's to believe, to know that he died, but more than that, on the third day, he was raised from the dead. He's alive, and that's what you feel right now. It's his presence here right now. So if you're not a follower of Jesus, and you'd like to be, every head is bowed, every eye is closed. No one's looking around. If you're not a follower of Jesus and you'd like to be, maybe you would pray a prayer, just a simple prayer, something like this. Maybe you would say, Jesus, I had no idea. I had no idea of the depth of your love for me. And I didn't know when I walked in this morning that it would lead to this. I didn't know. I thought it was to honor a person but the person really has been you. It all boils down to you. And so Jesus, I do believe. And I want to put my faith and my trust in you. And I believe not only in your death, but in your resurrection. And I want to die to myself. I want to be resurrected somebody brand new in you. So to the best of my ability, I ask you for forgiveness. And I fully surrender my life to you. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege of being able to do life with Deborah. Lord, thank you that uh, life with Deborah has been sweet because it's been blessed and ordained and I believe you brought her here to find a place called home so that we could be family together Lord we've, we've laughed together, we've cried together, we've hurt together and God we've watched you work miracle after miracle after miracle Lord thank you for how her, her life is just a testimony of the beauty and the wonder and the grace of God We love you, Jesus. It's in your sweet name we pray. Amen.
1: Deborah and Craig, could you all come to the stage for just a moment? Would you guys give Craig and Deborah Ponder a hand this morning? Y'all step right here. You Love good? Him. Love yeah. you too. One. Wanna... Deborah, uh, one of my favorite memories of you was ten years ago when I first came on staff here and was children's pastor. And um, at that time, the church had just come through all that stuff that Scott just mentioned, and uh, was on the end of that. Um, No one told me when I was hired, but uh, it's a good thing, I suppose. (laughs) Oops, that was smart. Uh, But staff was in transition, people were coming and going, and uh, you, of course, were loyal, you and Elaine Smith, and y'all stayed. No one really at that point invited me to do anything with them, or um, we didn't have a staff culture at that time just because of all the transition. Uh, where people really did that. And I remember you and Elaine inviting me to be a part of your growth group. And uh, so I joined the senior adult growth group and just left the senior adult growth group like last semester. (laughs) And then uh, I remember about a year and a half later, I transitioned from being a peer to being your boss. And uh, as Pastor Jonathan mentioned a minute ago, as Pastor Scott already mentioned, You never once saw me as the young guy or the guy who uh, didn't have experience being a boss, or didn't have leadership experience. It was because we were friends. And uh, one thing that I've loved about you is that you've transitioned bosses a few times and uh, and you've honored whoever's been in this seat. And uh, because you've honored me, you're really honoring Jesus and I think that that's why you've remained honoring no matter who the person in charge is and uh, that's a rare gift Jonathan mentioned it a moment ago but I think it would be awesome to be in your shoes one day and to just be able to drop the The boss guard, and look back and say, We did it as friends and we did it together. So, y'all enjoy this moment because it doesn't happen to many of us. You've always understood the heart of this church, and that's why you've been here for 22 years. And so, this morning, we want to give you a little gift just to thank you for everything you've done. Inside of the gift uh, is more of your favorite things, some Texas Roadhouse gift cards, some Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, of course. Um, We have a candle for you. We have some gardening tools. That's your thing. So uh, here's your gift. Yeah, Deborah said, I like to pull weeds, so you can do that. You can pull weeds all you want to. (laughs) <laughs> Debra and Craig are going to be uh, in the lobby right after the service. They're going to be at the reception area, so be sure you stop by and see her there this morning. Debra, we're going to close it out with one more Eagles song for you. Okay. So I expect to see you right down there boogieing, okay? All right, it's called Take It to the Limit. You guys check this out. Oh, good. good. I love you, baby. I love you, too,
8: You're coming back, you're running back,
0: you're coming back for more. So put me on the highway
8: and show me a side and take it to the limit one more.